The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Hello, this is Bill Winston here. We are continuing to fulfill the Great Commission, that is to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Praise God. Our next mission trip is in August and uh, we're going to be ministering the Word of God in the countries of Zimbabwe and the Congo in Africa. Now, there's a great need to bring the Word of God to all these nations and God has put something in my heart and put a word in my mouth that people just grab hold to and it prospers their lives. And um, as a result of that, um, we are seeing lives being changed. So what I'm asking you to do is two things. One, I'm asking you to pray for us for this mission trip so that we can have success on this mission field. Be surprised how many spiritual battles we avoid just by somebody praying or confessing for us every day. So it'll be on the website and so forth, billwinston.org. You can pull it down. Please say it every day. Also, secondly, to sow a financial seed. Well, whatever the Lord places on your heart. Why? We're sowing the word into those nations and it takes money to preach that gospel, to take it to the places that we're going. So we ask you to join us. The Bible talks about, Paul talks about his partners and how they join with him in terms of being a partaker of his grace, going out into those places that Paul was sent to. He said, and you gave once and again to my necessity. That's what it's all about. It's about us working together to bring the gospel and flood the earth with the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that's what we're doing. So we thank you in advance for all your prayers and all your financial support. Well, let's go right into today's broadcast. Real faith does not get embarrassed. Real faith is not timid because faith releases God's ability. And it's His ability that does the miracle. What is faith? Confidence in God. This gospel was never meant to be preached with all this revelation and no proof. When you start operating in righteousness, the miracles will take place. But if you've got low self-esteem, a low ceiling, if you're always intimidated, if you're living so close to the world that like Samson, all of a sudden you lose your strength because you think more of Delilah than you do of Jesus, I'm going to tell you, you are accident going somewhere to heaven. I believe God. Put your faith in God from now on. Place faith in whether or not your company is going to stay around, whether or not this doctor's report was right. Don't be concerned about what the newspaper said. Have faith in God. No matter what evil report may come into your life, just make up your mind. I'm going to have faith in God. Your extremity is God's opportunity. God doesn't even kick in till you kick out. Are you following what I'm saying with that? I'm saying that the, the tendency is, is to think because you can't get any natural solution to this, then this thing can't be done or can't be solved or whatever have you. Folks, that, you don't even think about that. Teachings that are confined to what is logically and or logical or reasonable or possible for the natural man. 
That's what has happened to the church. Look at, come on over a couple other places to Colossians and Colossians chapter 2, please. Look what it says here in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 8. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Come on over. Do it in the amplified translation up there, please. See to it that no one carries you off as spoil or makes you yourselves captives by his so-called philosophy and intellectualism and vain deceit, idle fancies, and plain nonsense, following the human traditions, men's ideas of the material rather than the spiritual world, just crude notions following the rudimentary and elemental teachings of the universe and disregarding the teachings of Christ the Messiah. <laughs> Jesus taught the supernatural. He didn't teach the natural. He taught the supernatural. And then just go in here and see how he taught it. I didn't see any place where he taught debt reduction by getting the bills and paying off a little every month on that. Thank God for that. He didn't teach it. He didn't teach it. See, I'm messing with you now. I know y'all got quiet on me now, boy. See, it's all right if you do that. But I'm here to tell you there is another level that you can operate in that you can get the debts paid off in five days. I don't care how big it is. The only reason that's not done is because it's not been taught. I'm preaching hard now. He didn't teach the natural. Let's go to a couple of places here. Are y'all with me? <laughs> Folks, it, it, I'm just telling you what he taught. I'm not saying that this, it's sin to try to get it paid off some other way. But I'm telling you, this is what he taught. He taught that because you have something inside of you that people who are otherwise in debt and don't know Jesus, they don't have in them. You have the whole kingdom in you. It is supernatural. It comes with supernatural power that can cause things that normally take that long to be paid off. They can be paid off in one second. They can be paid off in 10 minutes. They can be paid. Come on now. Come on now. You better give me some amens up in. It's not been taught. What's been taught, it's five-step program over here, 10-step program over there. If you that way and you walking funny, you got to just stay funny to you, and that ain't in here. <laughs> Say amen to this. Man, let me tell you, anybody that came to Jesus, the Bible says immediately. The Bible says straightway. The Bible says right now. The 
suddenly, I'm telling you folks, it's time for some suddenly to come back into the house of God. That's what I'm talking about. You ain't got to wait 10 years to make something happen. God can make it happen in 10 months. Oh, in 10 weeks. Oh, in 10 days. Oh, in 10 minutes. Now you know I'm telling the truth. The reason why you shouting because your spirit is excited about it. That, that baby in you is jumping now. But you're, that, 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 that spiritual baby in there say, hey, I'm eating good now. I'm, I, I, I'm telling you, this is your time. The world is waiting on this. I know I'm talking to the right bunch now. See, the enemy thought he had you. He thought he pulled Tonight, this time, next week, this time, tomorrow. Man, I didn't mean to preach like that. Sit down. See, when I speak like that, I'm not speaking on my own. the anointing on my life because it's not talking natural talk it's talking God talk all right all right all right well well see intellectualism comes in and logically says there is no way but that's a problem the church has been talked into that and what we need to do is understand our righteousness that righteousness gives you sonship. Sonship makes you a master. Master over everything Jesus was a master over. Now let's look at that. Isaiah 55. Put it up there on the board. Verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways in your ways, and my thoughts in your thoughts. Amen. So obviously there's some, some coming up we got to do. And for you to have supernatural results, you're going to have to hear it supernaturally. Keep going. Let's go over to, what did I say next? First Corinthians? Where? John chapter 14. Come on over, John 14 and verse 10. Believe it thou that I'm in the Father, the Father in me. The words that I speak of you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. What? He does the work. Who does the work? Father does the work. Father does the work. You don't do the work. He does the work. Well, if he does the work, he can cancel your debt in a minute. If he does the work, the problem is, will you let him do the work? Do you believe that he can do it? Do you believe? We don't do it. He does it. And he knows how to do it. 
Here's an angel to come to the woman. She said, he says, Hail Mary, uh, thou art highly favored among women. Say, listen, you're going to have a baby. She said, well, now how's this going to happen to me? I don't know a man. He said, well, the Holy Ghost is going to come on you and the holy thing that shall be born of you shall be the Son of God. She said, well, all right. Just be it unto me according to thy word. Then she hastily left the house and went out there to her cousin Elizabeth, who was six months with child, delivered by a word by the angel the same way. And the child leaped in Elizabeth's womb. See, folks who pregnant with something. Come on, I got the priest this here. Folks who pregnant with something, they get around other folk who pregnant with something and they start leaping. Now, some of y'all don't even know what I mean. The Word of God is seed. And a seed is all you need. Because God said the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The Word became what it said. Whatever it says, it'll become. It's just making sense to y'all. Now, I know some of y'all still looking at me. See, I'm, I'm telling you now, see, don't, don't let the intellectual thing block you from what I'm saying. When you start talking about like this, it, it's like you're talking crazy. Now, how are you going to make a baby? How can I make a house come from the inside? That's where your house comes from. Your spirit is designed to deliver you everything you need. And now I'm going to cover that. I don't have time to cover it today, but I'm going to lay that down for you. I'm going to lay it down for you because if I lay that down for you, your days of struggling are completely over. Where does a bird's feathers come from? They don't come from the outside. They come from the inside. God made it so that everything you need can come from out inside of you. And it comes through the seed of the Word of God. Say amen to that. All right, come and put it up there. What's the first next one? First Corinthians chapter 2. Look at verse 12. Let's try that. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Keep going. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the who teaches? Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing what? Spiritual things with spiritual. All right. Give me the amplified translation of that same verse. And we are setting these truths for the words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Holy Ghost, combining and interpreting spiritual truth with spiritual language to those who possess the Holy Ghost. See, the reason why you were born was not to go to church. (laughs) 
that church came in after Adam's sin, man fell. Now church came in because the church, one of the reasons why is because we get together in here and he's got gifts in the church that can teach you who you really are. Because we had lost track of who we really were. But the natural, non-spiritual man does not accept or welcome or admit into his heart the gifts and teachings and revelation of the Spirit of God. And you sitting in here, the reason why you won't receive this, because you are natural. And what I need to do is when I call for souls to be saved, you need to come and get saved. Because part of your problem, the reason why your spirit is not happy about this is because you may not be saved. You just may not be saved. And the last thing you want to do is find out when you're on your deathbed. You can find out in here now. Now, I know y'all looking at me, well, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah, I said it, praise God. I'm trying to get you out of the fire. Folks, let me tell you, your natural mind may not even think about this and, and be all involved in it, but your spirit is so happy about this because it's food to your spirit. It's home to your spirit. Your spirit came from God and loves God's talk. Now, I want you to get turned on so that when you get out of here, nobody can turn you off. I want you to be turned on because I want, as soon as somebody tell you something impossible, you say, ah! no, it's not. It's possible. I said, oh, with God, all things are possible. Number chapter 13. The place was called Brook Eshkol because of the cluster of grapes, which the children of Israel cut down. Keep going. And they returned from searching the land after 40 days. Keep going. And they went and came to Moses and Aaron to all the congregation of the children of Israel and to the wilderness of Aaron to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and to the, all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Keep going. And they told them and said to him, we came into the land whether you sent us and surely it flows with milk and honey and this is the fruit of it. In other words, the land is there and this is some evidence of it. Proof, proof. Nevertheless, here we go. The people be strong that dwell in that land. The city's a wall and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Keep going. And the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. Can't you hear it now? That unbelief. And the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Keep going. And Caleb, he stilled the people. Before Moses said, let us go up when? Glory to God. Let us go up when? And possess it. For we are well able. Question, did he know how God was going to do it? No. But he had to say what God would do. Because for God to do it, you've got to be the channel by which he works through for the supernatural in your life. But to get him to do the supernatural, you've got to speak the supernatural. 
You've got to say something that is impossible, and it's impossible for people, but it's not impossible for God. You've got to know that you can't make God sweat. God is ready to do it right now. Only thing he needs is your permission, and when you permit him to do it, he'll tell you, step back. I got this one. Because the people said all that unbelief, they stayed in the wilderness and died there. But now God raised up that second generation, took them in, and in Joshua chapter 6, he said, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out. Come on. None came in. Keep going. And the Lord said to Joshua, Come on. See. Stop right there. Do what? Stop and say it again. See, I have given into your hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. Let me ask you, in the natural, had Joshua taken Jericho? No. All God wants you to do is see it. Just get yourself ready because if you can see it, he will do it for you. And you see through the eye of your faith. Now, how did he tell him to take it? He said, march around Jericho seven days, one time a day. And notice, that's the way he took that. Another time he told the woman, go borrow some vessels. That's the way he took that. Another time he told them to shout and praise. And then and when they did that, the enemy turned on one another. Another time, I'm telling you, you don't know how God's going to do it. Don't be trying to figure out back here how God's going to do it up here. Just know that if you say it back there, by the time you get up here, you'll get instruction from the Holy Ghost. Man, I'm preaching now. Glory to God. All right. Let's kind of wrap this up. Glory to Jesus. So what am I saying? I'm saying, what is possible for you is not based on what other people have done. The Bible is a supernatural book. It has miracles from the beginning to the end. It is the manufacturer's handbook. It's telling you not only about your potential, but it's also describing what belongs to you. Jesus said the things that I do shall you do also. So in God's mind, you have no limits. I said in God's mind, you have no limits. Real faith does not get embarrassed. Real faith is not timid because faith releases God's ability. And it's his ability that does the miracle. What is faith? Confidence in God. This gospel was never meant to be preached with all this revelation and no proof. 
when you start operating in righteousness, the miracles will take place. But if you've got low self-esteem, a low ceiling, if you're always intimidated, if you're living so close to the world that like Samson, all of a sudden you lose your strength because you think more of Delilah than you do of Jesus, I'm going to tell you, you are accident going somewhere to heaven. I believe God. Put your faith in God from now on. You don't have misplaced faith in whether or not your company is going to stay around, whether or not the doctor's report was right. Don't be concerned about what the newspaper said. Have faith in God. No matter what evil report may come into your life, just make up your mind. I'm going to have faith in God. Release your confidence in God and demonstrate His amazing power in you today with Pastor Bill Winston's four-disc series entitled, Have Faith in God. To order on CD or DVD, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois, 60303, by bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Now remember, this teaching is have faith in God. It's a powerful teaching. You see, people are trying to hold on to false gods. They're trying to hold on to something that isn't even real. But that's because they haven't seen the real God. You see, you and I are going forth in these last days to demonstrate the supernatural. People are going to see something they've never seen before. They'll let go of that which is false and cling to that which is real. Praise the Lord. When you're talking about the supernatural, one of the greatest miracles in the Bible is to be born again. You see, in my life years ago, I'd gone to church with mom and dad and so forth, but church was never in me. You know, you can be religious, but not really saved. And so what has happened in my life as I got older and got with a big corporation, things start going down and bodies start getting sick and head over heels in debt. Well, now I just cried out to God. And Lord God sent somebody and they took me to a meeting way up on the north side of Chicago and the rest is history. A miracle took place. What happened? I confessed Christ, received Him as my Lord and Savior and got born again. So that removed that burden. It took me out of struggle. Everything turned around. My body got miraculously healed. I went to the top of the ladder in sales. What he did for Bill Winston, he's ready to do for you. Now, here's the deal to accept Him. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thy heart that God raised Him from the dead, you shall be saved. It's just as simple as that. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to pray that prayer with you right now. It's what they prayed for me years ago and changed my life forever. So if you'd like me to do that, no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, I'd like you to pray this prayer. You know if that's you I'm talking to. So let me pray with you. There's no distance in the Spirit. Now I'd like you to repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Lord, I come to you now just as I am. You know my life. You know how I've lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died for my sins. On the third day, he was raised from the dead. Lord Jesus, I ask you, come into my heart. Live your life in me 
and through me from now on. From this day forward, I belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer with me, I'd like to send you out a copy of my book. It's called Born Again and Spirit-Filled. In fact, this book is printed not only in English, but in Spanish. It's a powerful time for you. Now, remember, miracle just took place. So if you receive it, start walking in it, you'll see a difference and a real change in your life. So until next time, this is Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith.